Hey guys. Okay. We have another podcast episode from the road. You have no idea how bucket filling this is for me to record a podcast while I'm driving. Now I'm hands-free, worry pot. It's basically like I'm just having a conversation in the car. I am allowed to have a conversation in the car. I want to tell you guys that First of all, I keep forgetting. Hello, everyone. This is Alicia from Your Way Weight Loss, and you are catching a solo podcast episode. Jose and I come at you every Friday. We take turns and just kind of talk at you. So I fun fact about me that you didn't ask. I have a very strong desire to be productive at all times, and I have yet to decide if this is actually a superpower or it's a toxic trait. I, I'm, I'm undecided. Because of this toxic trait, I cannot relax. I struggle so much to relax. Now, I am telling myself that I don't need to relax. That's how I truly feel in my heart. I really feel like I don't need to relax often. I doesn't fill my bucket. Often if I'm relaxing, I feel like I should be doing something else. One thing that I have discovered that does allow me to relax is puzzling. So I love to do puzzles and it takes my brain away from work. It takes my brain away from social media and it focuses me on puzzling. So I do really, really love that. I also, of course, at the same time, either watch uh, trashy TV while I'm admitting all my secrets to you guys. So secret number one, maybe it's not a secret, but I I'm obsessed with uh, productivity. And secret number two is I watch The Real Housewives. There you go. I said it. I do enjoy me some reality TV. Now, I don't watch all reality TV. I cannot do things like The Bachelor because that is not actually real TV. I mean, are The Housewives real TV? I don't know either. But I do watch Real Housewives of OC, Beverly Hills, for sure, New Jersey, New York. I think that's about it. And I for sure watch the Kardashians. So there you go. Now you know one of my dirty secrets. So I do love to watch a good trash TV show while I am doing a puzzle. I also do this while I'm doing the dishes or cleaning or cooking or doing laundry. Again, I have this obsessive compulsion desire to do as many things at once as possible. So the thought of just driving for two hours and doing nothing but driving, I was like, absolutely not. I need to figure out a way that I can have two hands on the wheel and I can still be doing something productive. So here we are recording for my voice memos. I actually at this point don't know if this is actually going to work. I mean, I know that it worked to record my voice, but I don't know if I'll be able to convert this file into a file that I can then put on as a podcast. But here we go. I am risking it. Okay. So if you guys, I'm trying to think about where I'm at in my life right now. So in two weeks from now, I am maybe almost on my way to England, which is cray cray. We have not been back to England for three weeks, for, for years. I think it's been seven years since we've been to England. We're very fortunate that Neil's parents actually bought a home across the street from us in New Brunswick. So when we started having kids, we had Alfie and Neil's parents would come and stay for weeks at a time. Do you need me to say that again, everyone? Neil's parents would come and stay weeks at a time. 
I actually remember when we, I was having Alfie, I said, I'd really like like two weeks postpartum before your parents come and stay because, you know, like you just pushed a baby out. And I remember maybe this is TMI and maybe you want to fast forward this part, but like my vagina was still like burning when they arrived. Like I wanted to just like air it out, but obviously I couldn't because my in-laws were there. So I had asked them to give us two weeks and, and they didn't. And I know they were excited to see Alfie, but I also wanted to have a little bit of time to recover. Anyway, so it was a little bit difficult because of course they would come stay for long periods of time because they live so far away, but then they're living in our home for long periods of time. So no joke, the house across the street went for sale. The real estate agent was like hammering the sign into the grass. Well, I'm pretty sure that real estate agents don't do that. They have people to do that for them. But the sign was being hammered into the uh, lawn and they walked across the street and they were like, let's buy this house. So we were in such a fortunate position that Neil's parents were able to do that. And they bought themselves a little car. And it was amazing for a couple years, Neil's parents would come and stay once a year or sometimes two times a year. And they would stay um, for months on end. And it was so incredible because they had their own space. We had our own space. We would have family dinners. They would hang out with the kids. And just when we were getting to the glory moments of them really taking the kids because the kids were that much older, the pandemic happened. And they have not been able to travel since. Neil's mom's health is not amazing. So she has not been able to travel. So I don't know if they will be back together to live in that home. We're renting it in the meantime, but still. Anyways, longest story ever to get around to tell you that we haven't been to England in seven years. Uh, the first time we went, Alfie was three and the twins were one. And I think I have PTSD from that trip <laughs> just because they were all so little. We chose an overnight flight which I think was good for them, but not for us. We didn't sleep one minute. The, the girls didn't even have their own seats because they were so little. So they just were on us. And all three kids obviously wanted their mom. I think Neil and I slept zero minutes that day, but we survived and it was amazing. So yeah, we're going back. Uh, so I will be, as you guys are listening to this, I am almost on my way to England, which is so exciting. And I will obviously be taking you guys along the ride for that. So make sure that you follow me on Instagram, Alicia underscore YWWL. I just share all the things. I love sharing my life. I love creating content. I just love it. It's so fun. So I was talking actually to a friend of mine about England and I was just telling her things like, Neil's parents only have a mini fridge. And she was like, what do you mean? And I said, well, a lot of people, their kitchens is just so small. They don't have a large size fridge. And then I was like, there's no dishwasher. There's no dryer. And she was like, what? And we're explaining, you know, how the streets are. There's cars parked on either side. And now I know it depends on where, where you're going. But Neil's parents live in Aldershot, which is about 45 minutes to an hour south of London. So it's still quite close to London where a lot of people would probably commute into London every day. So it's, it's busy. We're not like in the countryside. It's busy. There's a lot of humans packed into a small space. So just having that conversation with them about how it works and, and it was a lot of cultural things that I almost have 
forgotten or so different, it will be interesting. So I, I lived in England for two years. So I did get to really immerse myself and enjoy the culture there. So it didn't feel as foreign to me, all of these facts, but just having that conversation with my friend made me think, oh my gosh, I need to share these things. People are going to love it. So follow along for that journey. Okay. So what am I here to talk to you about? I wanted to talk about stopping chasing the number. So I had put on uh, Instagram for people to suggest topics for me to cover on a solo podcast. So I'll go back a little bit and tell you guys a little bit about my history. So basically I had been the yo-yo dieter, struggled with my relationship with food from a very young age. I can just, as a child, I remember myself struggling with my relationship with food. I was very active in middle school, high school, played a lot of sports, did not struggle with my weight. I did for sure struggle with my body image. I never felt worthy or enough. I think that's quite common, unfortunately, when it comes to teenage girls. Uh, maybe that's another area that I could get into helping empower teenage girls. But when I really look back at, you know, my physical body back then, man, huge, perky, beautiful breasts, thin body. Was it good enough? Absolutely not. So that's a little bit my history. So I struggled with my relationship with food, struggled with my relationship with my body. It wasn't until I got to university and I went away. My my summer after my first year of university, I went away. I actually went to camp, which is where I met Neil at Camp in New Hampshire. But that's a whole other story for a whole other day. And I gained a lot of weight that summer. And that really started my whole yo-yo lose, gain 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 pounds. That just started that cycle for me. And that I, I probably did that. It would, would have been about over 10 years, actually, that uh, I was I was doing that cycle because it, it really started my, now I was also dieting in high school, but I really started that cycle. It would have been after my first year of university. So that would have been like 2001. And then it wasn't until I had Alfie that I really, uh, it, it wasn't until Alfie was three that I really started to get a good grasp on my weight. So I was like probably 33 then. So it was a good 10 years that I was really yo-yo dieting. So finally joined your weight loss. Uh, had been friends with Jose forever and had watched her grow this beautiful business. And my twins were one and Alfie was three. And I was like, okay, this is my time. Let's do this. So in that first year, I lost 50 pounds. And then then in the next year, I lost 20. Now, I'm going to be very honest with you. During that time, I was 100% chasing the number. I was for sure, even though I was being successful with my weight loss, uh, my mindset, it was almost like your mindset growth never ends. And I'm so proud of not only losing the weight and keeping it off, but I'm so proud of where my mind is right now. That's the thing I actually want to show off the most. That's the sexiest thing I can show off is my mindset and the way I think, but we can't see that with our eyes. And unfortunately, so many of us don't value that. What we value is the physical transformation and how we look. So during those two years, I was working on my physical transformation, obviously working on my mindset as well. But I would say over the last five years, while I've been maintaining that weight, has been when the most amazing, powerful mindset work has happened. And I would say up until last summer, maybe, 
I was still chasing a number. So I am five foot nine and I weigh around 165, let's say, plus or minus a couple pounds. So I always, I, wa- I wanted to lose the last 20 pounds. I wanted to get to 149, what a ridiculous thing to say, right? So for good, like four years, I was like, gonna lose the last 10, gonna lose the last 20. And I was chasing the number. And what happened is, first of all, I, I was never, I was never achieving it. I was never achieving the number I was chasing. So I had to really take a step back and say, do I really want that number? So step one, if you are currently chasing a number, do you really want that number? And then I want you to ask yourself, what would that number give me? How would that number change my life? And you're allowed to to want weight loss. This is not me trying to convince you that you don't want weight loss because there's people listening to this at all different um, times in their journey. If you say to me, Alicia, I want to lose weight because I want to feel more comfortable in my skin. I don't feel like I'm reaching my full potential. Obviously, I support you. But when I really asked myself what that number would give me, it was literally a thinner body. That was it. My current body is enough for everything, every piece of the world that I want to conquer at this moment. My body is enough. I, my body allows me to be the mother I want to be, the wife I want to be, the friend I want to be, the Uray weight loss person I want to be. My current body is enough as it is. So that was a really powerful moment for me. And if that's not you, and if you're not in that same situation, here's what I want you to do. Instead of, once you say, okay, what would that number give to me? If you say, I would feel, I would feel more comfortable, I would be more confident, I would be whatever, then I, I want you to use that language when you're setting goals for yourself and just dropping the number. You can still set a goal of weight loss without a certain number. And why are you trying to lose weight is not, is no longer to get to 150. It's to feel comfortable in my skin. It's to not get really sweaty in the summer. It's for not my, my thighs to rub every time that I'm wearing a dress. Like though, because that makes me feel uncomfortable. Like that is the, your why. So ma- making sure that you stay connected to the words and not the number is really important. So once I finally decided that or realized or recognized that a number was just going to give me a thinner body and add no extra value to my life. That was like, huh. Now here's another piece that happened. This is a very real moment. This moment, this reflection moment was brought to you by craft beer. I remember having a moment with a friend where they were like, let's go for a beer. It's a beautiful day. And if you know me, you know that patio beers are my jam. Patio beers are like my love language in the sun, craft beer. Yes, please. And I remember thinking to myself, maybe I'll say no because I want to, I want to like, you know, I want a good weigh in or I want to be way less. Or it was one of those weird moments where maybe it was like a Thursday and I knew that if I, you know, continued to create a calorie deficit for the next two days, that maybe I could see a number I hadn't seen in a while. All very chasing number mentality. And I said, no, Alicia, you're going to go. You love this. So I went. 
and I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror. And I just was like, Alicia, you are beautiful. You almost said no to this amazing experience so that you could maybe weigh half a pound less in two days. How ridiculous. Do you want to be alone at home and thin? Or do you want to live your life? And that was like a really important moment for me. I was like, I, I, I want to live my life. Like if I start saying no to the things I love the most, just to weigh a certain number, then what is the point? And I know that, again, you guys are listening to this at all different points in your journey. And you're like, but Alicia, I do have to say no sometimes. And I'm going to challenge you on that. I'm going to say, you don't actually have to ever say no, especially not the things you love the most. Do you need to make changes in your current life in order to create a calorie deficit? Absolutely. But does it have to be saying no to the things you love the most? It does not. And did I have to drink five craft beer and then eat a burger? No, I couldn't drink one or two and still have that same beautiful experience. And then there was a third kind of moment, and I'm so very grateful to have a person in my life like Jose, um, you know, and she had listened to me threaten to lose my last 20 pounds or 10 pounds or whatever it is, number it was in my little brain for so long. And she was like, Alicia, you're so happy. You love your life. You're happy. You love your lifestyle. Stop chasing a number. So if I can encourage you guys, maybe not all of you are lucky to have uh, someone like Jose in your life, but if I can encourage you to stop chasing a number and start chasing a lifestyle. So what I was craving more than anything in the whole world when I started this journey, I can picture myself, guys, I can picture myself standing in my own house, my old house, my old bedroom, standing in front of my closet, feeling disgusted with myself, defeated, discouraged, feeling like there was a mountain ahead of me. All I wanted in the whole world was to feel comfortable in my skin, was to live, to, to have a body that allowed me to live a full life without finishing every day feeling exhausted. And I was, and, and, and I had that life. I have that beautiful life. So if I could have just shown that Alicia, this Alicia, she'd be like, check, done. But sometimes we get so distracted by the number. And before I wrap this up, I'll tell you guys that when we did the Tim Hortons challenge where we ate Tim Hortons for a month, I was losing weight and I was losing weight quickly. Uh, so it kind of brought me back to that old number mentality. And I almost saw myself thinking, wow, if you can lose this much weight while consuming 2000 calories a day, what if you just like, took your calories down a little bit? Imagine how much weight you could lose. And then I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You are chasing a number right now. And another piece too is this, this, the scale started to stall. And I got cranky. Why am I cranky? The whole point of this experience is to just eat Tim Hortons and see what happens. It's not actually to lose weight. And I realized it had to do with the whole chasing the number mentality. And I got to really digging deep about why is the number going down so reinforcing to me? Why is that sometimes more reinforcing to me than a beautiful life? 
And it's because I spent so much of my adult life dieting and be and the only reinforcement when I was dieting was the number going down because I was doing something that felt so miserable. But we don't do that at your weight weight loss. So if you find yourself really, really, really chasing the number and really, really seeing that you need the number to go down in order to feel inspired or motivated to continue, perhaps you're doing this in a way that is not organic to who you want to be. So if you stop chasing a number and start chasing who I want to be, start chasing a lifestyle, start chasing a feeling, start chasing your why deeper than a number. I want to feel good. I want to live a long time. Then you will start to stop chasing the number. Wow, there's a lot of star stopping. There's a lot of starting. So there's no one magical thing that I did. I stayed connected to it. I stayed, I created awareness around my thoughts, around the number, worked hard, years, time, experience, and an amazing program like Your Way Weight Loss that really worked on the mental aspect of, of weight loss. That's how I stopped chasing a number. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. The fact that so many of you listen every single week is incredible and is not lost on us. And we appreciate it so much. We would love if you could take some time to just share our podcast with a friend that you think would also enjoy listening to our podcast. And that is how we grow. And the boss said that we can have a big ass party when we hit 100 million downloads. So let's make that happen. We're actually at 600,000 right now, which blows my mind. So thank you so much for listening and make sure to follow me on my Instagram where I share all of the things. So it's Alicia underscore YWWL. Bye guys. Have a great day.